This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show on Talk Radio. AM640. It is a first. Uh, Bob Dylan wins the 2016 Nobel Prize in Literature for having created a new poetic expression within great the great American song tradition, according to the uh, people that handed out the prize. Uh, we're joined now by Dave Bedini of the Rio Statics and the Bedini Band. Dave, it's good to have you on the show. It's good to be on the show. Listen, Dave, uh, you wrote an interesting piece today, caught my eye in the Globe and Mail. Uh, you titled it, Dylan is Great, but he's no literary uh, Nobel winner. And I just want to go to the uh, final paragraph, and we'll start there. And you say, sure. is Bob Dylan a writer? Yes. Are his lyrics and songs among the greatest in the 20th century musical can- canon? Yes. Should his work be recognized as literature? No. Why? Well, um, lyrics... Lyrics are married to music, um, informed by music and melody and melodic and musical structure. And poetry and prose isn't. It's naked. It stands on its own. There's no, there's no marriage. So it's really di- very difficult, I think, to sort of um, disentwine, if that's a word, the, the musical support and the musical family that surrounds a lyric. So it's really hard to measure his lyrics as poetry because I think they're two completely different things. Can lyrics change based on uh, the music that they're put to? It's just really tough. Like people have said, you know, Blown in the Wind, which is just played as poetry and, uh, you know, lots of other great Dylan songs are you know, people defending them as being poetry. But the truth of the matter is we can't – it's impossible for us to read that lyric having heard the song, right? And those lyrics became popular because of the song. Is that because when, Dave, when we hear – you know, if I read the answer, my f- friend is blown yeah. in the wind, the answer is blown in the wind. Hear, I can hear the music in my head. The melody. It's, yeah. It's, really, it's like separating the coffee from the milk in a cafe au lait. You can't. It's done. It's impossible. So – that's why. Well, that's part. Of, that's one of the reasons I think it's difficult to, to to measure his value as a writer, as a literary figure, um, as someone you know, as someone who has um, effectively used words, you know, in his art form and has given life to lyric and and written some beautiful lyrics and important lyrics. That's. I think that's maybe another different category or a different sort of citation that stands with different legs on a different table, not the Nobel Prize for Literature. I think it's I think it's tough to put the the sandwich to squeeze him into that. The Nobel Prize for Literature, you said, finds its power, I think, in recognizing and popularizing, if for one notable day a week, the lonely writer. Dave, this is where you become the, you are like incredible romantic uh, with the rest of the thing. You say here, the person without a drummer or bass who spends most of their time alone in a dark room with moldy coffee mugs and chewed pencils trying to hack out a paragraph. You are a romantic, my friend. Well, I am an unabashed romantic. I think that's okay. I think romance is one of the few things we can rely on um but i listen i've done both right i've written mm-hmm. 12 books and 12 books now a, eh i know yeah good for you thanks uh, and played in the band too and i always say you know a great day is when i'm sitting by myself and you know in my own deep in my own 
imagination and my own thoughts writing in, on my laptop or and chewing pencils office. and then and then a great day, a great day is like shutting that and then heading out to to rehearsal where it's loud and social the two the two experiences are super different and um yeah, the, I think I think it, the, one of the things that's beautiful about the Nobel Prize for Literature is that we do get to talk about writers. That listen, writers, are, when it comes to our just our popular culture and our society, we don't sit around the dinner table talking about writers. Maybe they do in Ireland and other parts of the world, but we don't in Canada. So, um, in the Western world, so when we have an opportunity, when, when the Nobel points its light on a writer, it really you know it fortifies the writing community and makes the writer feel good about themselves because often it's a life in a vacuum. Right, and you uh, cite Canada's Alice Murray. Monroe, who won yeah. in 2013. Totally. Yeah. Um, so you think this is detrimental to the prize, giving it to Bob Dylan? I don't think it's, de- it's a detrimental prize. I mean, it probably does it. Listen, it probably brings a lot of attention to the Nobel Committee and the Nobel process. But right? don't I you think, think they already have all the? How greedy! How much more attention do they you want? Know, you, you hate to think nefariously <laughs> about that. Whether it's right. an effort to kind of prop them up, and you know, because other awards have become just popular. But so you wonder whether that's that's part of the process. I mean, I think. Listen, I do think we should. Bob Dylan is is worthy of being regarded um, among the great artists of his generation, but maybe not the expense of 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 the of of the literary craft. Are you familiar with Irvine Welsh? Sure. He wrote tw- Train Spotting. Of course. He tweeted this out. This is hilarious. You'll like it. I'm a Dylan fan, but this is an ill-conceived ill-conceived nostalgia award wrenched from the rancid uh, prostates of senile uh, gibbering hippies. Nice. It's always about the sphincter with Irvine, <laughs> the bowels. But um, yeah, interesting. I do think you know it is true that it's interesting how the by by and large the literary community is is flummoxed and the musical community is thrilled. And mm-hmm. as I think the music community community does feel legitimized somehow, and I've experienced that firsthand where is often rock and roll uh, is what's the word it um. You know, it's sort of uh, people look down their nose at at rock and roll and at, at sure, it's pop, noise pollution culture, right? to yeah. quote ACDC. Sure. So, and you know, uh, literature and you know, dramaturgy and poetry is, are considered you know among sort of the more elite, the higher arts. I mean, that's all kind of crap, anyways. But so I think it, this is a this is a day when musicians and music and lyricists probably feel pretty good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that's yeah misdirected. Okay, let me just talk to you because I know you're a big hockey fan, so in this last uh, minute that we have together, Dave, last night, Austin Matthews, tell me your thoughts. Astonishing, right? Like, as that period and as the first two periods unfolded, um, listen, and it's so poetic that that he had the kind of night he did, the first game of the Leafs' 100th season, and today is the unveiling of Legends Row, which is a beautiful thing as well. So, you know, it's been, boy, it's it's been such a disjointed uh, almost 50 years um, as a Leafs fan, fractured. Maybe the pieces are are starting to appear as if they're sliding together for once. Yeah. Um, You're, you, you have your uh, hopes pinned on this season. I, oh, I, have, I think I have my hopes pinned on just what, you know, the future, really. Yep. Um, it's and, looking uh, good if, if they can keep it going. Wow. Team that's pointed towards the future. Yeah, let's listen. I think, uh, and it's not, Mitch Marner had six shots on goal last night, and he looked great, too, and Nylander and Zach Hyman, and yeah, get a yep. goalie will be okay, I think. All right. Well, good to uh, talk yep. with you, Dave. 
Anytime. All right. You have yourself a fantastic afternoon. Yeah, you do. Ciao. Cheers. Uh, that was Dave Bedini, who, of course, is not only with the Real Statics, but the Bedini band uh, talking about the fact that he doesn't think that Bob Dylan should have uh, received the uh, Nobel Prize for Literature today. And he's not alone. A lot of people don't think he should have received it. It's kind of split. The AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.